Are you hungry for something tasty? Are you hankering for something fresh? At Freshly's, our food tastes so fresh, you'll never know it's not. And at Freshly's, every burger looks like it's been made with care. Each 14-year-old who we employ illegally has a big smile on their face, and it's not just because of the staples. Stop by today and order from our value menu. Two pieces of gum? Sure, we'll accept that. A paperclip and a piece of twine? That's a deal. Freshly's. Can you hear me now? Turn turn the Bluetooth off. Yes, I can hear you. Turn the Bluetooth okay. off. Go to the Bluetooth menu <laughs> and click connect. You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. I'm Willie. And I'm Daniel. And welcome back, guys. Uh, today we are going to cover <laughs> season two, episode six, Brannigan Begin Again. Again. Did I throw you off when um, I just used my real name? A little bit. I was like, which, which cool <laughs> robot name is he going to use this time? I've, um, I've been thinking about this for like the last three episodes, and I'm like, when am I going to throw this one out? And since it's our second take, I figured I'd try this one. <laughs> yeah, for the listeners, we uh, did the intro once. Uh, this is the second time we've done the intro. The first time we did it, um, in order to save bandwidth, PD was going to scrub through the episode on his phone to keep us on track. Uh, but then as soon as he started doing stuff on his phone, his AirPods switched. So he couldn't hear me, and I said my name like four times. Um, <laughs> so we had to redo it. Um, I can't really see back, him in the, in the stream. So <laughs> we get, like, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> uh, he was just sort of sitting there, and I was like, I'm Willie. <laughs> I'm Willie. <laughs> And I, I thought know. it was a bit at first, and then and then you started laughing, and I was like, "Oh, it is a bit." And then he was like, "I can't hear anything." <laughs> I, they're all yellow. I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> they're all yellow. <laughs> Steve Brule. Um, I don't. They're all they're all yellow. They're all yellow. Um, well, welcome back, guys. Uh, so today, obviously, I have the real in the flesh, organic Daniel. Um, the Billy Tech robots haven't really been super active recently in our records we are kind no, of optimistic in that we 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 did a few season two records and then went back and recorded the season one recap so that one we actually mm -hmm. you guys have heard it longer ago but we recorded it more recent to this one so i can't really remember we were so far ahead schedule but um yeah, PD and I are very excited. We had to call an audible. This is we're recording on a different day of the week, but if anything, that's really just spicing up our lives because you know variety is the spice of life. Um, Absolutely, so as well wanna, as paprika. Paprika, much like They're cotton, all... <laughs> paprika is the spice of our lives. <laughs> it took you a second there. Huh? I was like, why do I hear cotton? 
and then our lives. <laughs> Cotton is the fiber of our lives, the fabric of our lives. Fabric, is that what it is? Fabric. <laughs> Technically, fiber would be more accurate, I think, but... Yeah. I think so, too, because fabric is... Cotton is a component. No, cotton is the raw form of the fabric. Exactly. It is not the exactly. actual fabric itself. You need to do some Although that's not true, because you would say item. cotton fabric. You would say, this shirt, what's the shirt made of? Cotton. The fabric. What's made of cotton? Oh, okay, you know what? Is it cotton? True. Because then we'll have it. I mean, then at least we'll and have it. We'll- um, well, guys, I'm super excited because today uh, we have another sponsor today. Uh, today's sponsor is um, Maury's Mugs. Now, I, for one, love Maury's Mugs. Um, Maury's Mugs right are off famous the 90- for – sorry? I was going to say right <laughs> off the 95 in Yonkers, just, just past the turnpike – if you hit the graveyard, uh-huh. you went too far. That's Maury's Mugs. Exactly. Maury's Mugs Emporium. Maury's Mugs. And fine dining cookware. Uh, and so Maury's Mugs is coming out with a new line of custom sort of fun professional mugs that you can really spice up your office life with. Um, I think some of the new ones that are coming out are uh, Maury's Big Tits Mug. Um, it's just got a big <laughs> picture of titties on it. We've also, uh, for the ladies and certain gentlemen, we've got the Maury's Big Dick Mug, okay? Um, We've got the classic Maury's uh, tagline, I'd fuck my boss. Um, That's a fun (laughs) one to have at the water cooler. Can you imagine walking around work with an I'd fuck my boss mug? (laughs) Imagine. I do it every day. I love Maury's mugs. But wait a minute. We've also also got... um, We've got, we've well, got the big uh, tits just, mug for some and the big ass mug. But what about the great equalizer, the big ass mug? Everyone prefers a big ass. That's true. Um, oh, Maury in the copy, or, they didn't they didn't want to feature the big ass mug because that one's already a good seller. So, Oh, fair. But um, my personal favorite is the – I'm not saying there's piss in this mug, but I'm also not saying there isn't mug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it doesn't work as well when I think it's funnier than you think it is. <laughs> I'm not saying that. The fact that it's a whole paragraph that someone's going to have to like bend down and get close to read and be like, fuck, is there piss in this guy's mug? The anyway, you can get the, I'm not saying there's piss in this mug, but I'm also not saying there isn't uh, <laughs> for only $19.95 at maurysmugs.com. Um, PD, what's your favorite Maury's mug? <laughs> My well, like I said, the Great Equalizer, and I, you know what? I think I, I was that was a triggering statement uh, for all you snowflakes out there. Trigger warning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just gave myself some uh, um, Infowars vibes there. Um, no, I said asses are the Great Equalizer, <laughs> and everyone likes an ass. That's not true. There are leg men. That's not true as well. There are leg men. I mean, you know, there are um, asexual people too. I don't know what their view on ass is. Maybe ass for them is a little bit more of like just like a fun thing that doesn't need to be sexualized or whatever, you know? But Yeah, it's just like a fun fart factory. Hey, to each their own. Um, but anyway, I love Maury's Mugs as a sponsor. Um, I... I'd definitely be rocking the piss mug um, at work, and I get a lot of compliments on it. 
and my boss is 72, so I prefer the I fuck my boss mug any day, clearly. Uh, I hear enough about his prostate problems in meetings, so you know what? Might as well fuck him. Might Capiche? Well the- now, if only I could capiss my prostate's <laughs> flaring up like a melon. <laughs> Maury Ballstein or Morty Ballstein? Yeah, Maury Ballstein. Maury Ballstein. No, it's Maury. <laughs> Unrelated to Maury's mugs, just FYI. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I was going to go with a twin, but twins don't have the same name, last I checked. These are my twin sons, Maury and Maury. <laughs> I mean, you could have a, a unisexual name and name one of your girl, like a girl, Pat and Pat. Like Sam and Sam. Or Sam yeah, and Pat Sam. And Pat, Sam and Sam. Alex wi- and Alex. William and William. Or William and Dick. <laughs> Billy, Billiam and Billiam. Can you imagine you have a boy and girl and you name the girl like William and the, the boy Dick? No, it should be the other way around. It should be the boy's name William and the girl's name is Dick. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Dick is a fun, edgy lesbian name. Like, what's your name? I go by Dick. I'd be like, you know what? Honestly, more power to I... You. I would love to meet uh, a lesbian lady who goes by Dick. Like, I would be like, honestly, I feel like that's a huge power move, and you exactly. could capture a room solely by introducing yourself. A hundred percent. And I would be like, immediately, wherever I am, I'd be like, "Can I buy you a drink? Can I buy you a French fry? Can I buy you a uh, sex toy for at the sex shop? Can I buy?" <laughs> and and then and Dick in response would be like, "Buy me a drink. Buy me a drink first. <laughs> <laughs> sex toy, buy me a drink first. Good thing this is a double bar. Hey, a drink, buy me a sex toy first. <laughs> it's a sex positive uh, bar slash <laughs> kink shop. Kink shop. I mean, if, if it, there's one anywhere, it's probably in San Francisco. I take that back. There's, there are probably like 10 in LA. LA is so much bigger. It has so much more kinkier shit and more fun, weird shit. But you got to get stuck in traffic to get there. Yeah, take two hours. Uh, just head down Kuwinga, take the 405, and then get <laughs> off on Beach Boulevard. Get off at the 10. <laughs> the California. Oh, wait, take dude. Santa Monica all the way down to the 5. <laughs> yes. Take La Jara. There's always like a random Spanish word like, take La Jara Lane down. <laughs> Dude, we used to watch that. Right? We were... You're doing like also like a Canadian sort of accent there. I don't know. Yeah, that that was that was that was floating north of the border pretty quick. Dune. Um, well, my house is off Santa Monica, so I don't <sighs> know. My house. Uh, we watched that Sorry. when we were young, young go getters, and not even realize we were both going to become Californian. Nope, that went Canadian again. Californians. <sighs> What are you doing here? (laughs) That should be, that's your anchoring statement. What are you doing here? What are you Um, doing here? PD, why don't we just get started with some good news, everyone? Good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. Uh, My good news, I'll go first. Yeah, go ahead, PB. Yeah, I just called you (laughs) PB. Because I think we have the same good news, so I want to take it first before you take it. Yeah, okay. Do it. Please do. <laughs> um, I just I just got a new video game. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Elden Ring. Okay. And it is it's so hard, but so good. 
Um, I know yeah, we're going to go on. We're talking about this last week. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. We're talking about this. Or I guess last week for you guys was, oh, yeah. No, that was episode five. Yeah. Um, I keep, now that we, we sort of went out of order time slot, but when the releases come out. So anyway, yeah. we talked about it last week. And PD was downloading it last week, but since then yes. he's had some hours to play it and is now hooked. Yes, um, I, I played like yeah, a lot it's of the hard weekend. as f. Neither of us have played a Soulsborne style game before, no. so people might know. Uh, there's a the company is called From Software. They're the ones who make the game. Um, and yes, yeah, exactly. Sort of they're famous for making these notoriously like, hard. Really like I'm sure you you may have seen also memes that are like, of like the incredibly um, That's and you from that. Need to just be like. You definitely need to just be like okay with dying a lot, and like, dude. Every time I die and, and get really frustrated, I literally hear your voice say, "You just need to be okay with dying a lot." And I'm like, <sighs> three, mm-hmm. two, one. Willie's right. I just need to be okay with dying a lot. But then when I'll lose like four thousand runes, and I'll be like, "God, fuck, damn it!" And my roommate like text me. Yeah, like, dude. Are you okay? Every time, for the listener, every time you uh, sort of die, you have these like this currency that's called runes, and you drop them. And if mm-hmm. you don't go pick them up immediately where you died before, you lose them forever. So if you are in a weird spot and it's hard to go back and get them, you just have to give up on it. So <laughs> I definitely do that thing of like constantly trying to use them as I get them, you know, like level up or to See? buy stuff or whatever. I have such a problem with that. I'm such a rune hoarder. Never stockpile. Don't. Yeah. And if I you're telling me that, I, that doesn't mean it, that doesn't mean it's the right way to play because I've also. <laughs> so. I'm just too afraid that I'm going to start wasting my runes on um, like leveling hey, up. It's the wrong your first thing time. Because I don't know what I need to level up. No, yet. but it's it's your first time, and I, I'd say like don't overthink it. Probably, you know what I'm saying. Don't overthink um, it. But so, PD, me? my good news. Uh, I did. <laughs> Don't overstink it. I did. Did you hear great. me? <laughs> what is this? That should Boot be camp? minor tagline. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> yes. Um, wait, before I get to my good news, we have to explain that to uh, the audience, which is, oh, uh, what is this boot camp is a classic line from <laughs> Uh, one of our high school classmates, or I guess back then, elementary school classmates. Fourth, every, fifth grade. In fourth and fifth grade. In fourth and fifth grade, mm-hmm. we would take um, our school would take these like I think week it was like Wednesday trips. through Friday. It was a week. You would go to no, it was like Wednesday through Friday. It was not a week. It was no, it was like four or five days. It was a lot. Like we like left on Monday and came back with Saturday or something. It was like four or five days. No, 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 no. Anyway, we won't get tripped up on that. I'm just going to have to have a word with Daniel afterwards. <laughs> um, I'm going to call Mrs. Murray right now. So anyway, we, we, we went to – we go to this uh, camp uh, in Indiana called Camp Crosley. And very fun. You do classic camp activities, stay in a cabin, Ugh, do canoeing. It's all so cringe. Blah, blah, blah. We – there was some sort of um, excursion about to happen, and we were sort of told to line up single file. And I don't think people were sort of <laughs> acting fast enough. And so one of our teachers, chaperones, kind of like say, says it louder and sort of orders us, like, get in single file. She had and a very friend, manly voice, uh, to be fair. That's true. She had yeah. a very sort of masculine presence. Um, yes. 
Short haircut. Definitely, we listened. We listened to her because um, she was mean. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. so our friend uh, Mackie is like, sort of whispers like, "What is this? What is boot camp? Boot camp?" <laughs> and no one says anything. And he goes, "What is this? What boot is camp?" Boot camp? And no one says anything. And then the third time he goes, "What is this?" And we're like, what "Mackie." Is this? We heard you. We heard you the first time. <laughs> Basically, he thought no one was laughing because we didn't hear them. And instead, it just wasn't funny. <laughs> no one laughed. And we, to this day, still say that to Mackie. Like, what is this? <laughs> and so anytime you like say something that you think is funny, but no one really reacts, you just say it again. <laughs> what is this? Yes. What is this, boot camp? Anyway, my good news is also a video game, but it, I I thought we were on the same page that we weren't. Um, it's that we found, or you found rather, oh. wait, no, I found on accident, and then sent you to you. It. Apparently there's a Futurama yeah. PlayStation 2 game that I stumbled across on Reddit this week. Um, and it is a, kind of a collector's item. If you were to look it up on Amazon, I think it goes for about 350 US dollars, which is... Quite yeah. insane for a PlayStation 2 title. Um, and at first, when uh, PD looked it up, he sent me the Amazon link, and I just saw that there was a link. And I was like, whoa, I wonder if they have like digital downloads. Like We should get it. And then I clicked the link because PD had said, wow, so cheap. And I was like, oh, that means that we can like, <laughs> fuck around and play it. And then I, I followed the link, and I realized he was being sarcastic because the price on Amazon, it's not even eBay, on Amazon is $350. Well, I thought it was like four ninety nine. So, Did you find a cheaper one? Oh, maybe it was. Anyway, it's hundreds of dollars for a PlayStation Two game. That yeah, all the reviews are basically like it either doesn't work because I think it was only released in the UK or something. Oh, anyway, so basically, it doesn't work in other countries. Um, and then also, it's apparently just a shit game because you know it was basically not even really made to yeah. be a good game. It was just supposed to be get extra money for it, the popularity of Futurama at the time. Yes. And it was like also very much during the, um, during the height of like any successful series, getting a video game, like SpongeBob had a video game on PlayStation one. That was like Simpsons. absolute shit. The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, it was just any series getting a video game because they knew South it was going to be a collector's item at some point. Yeah. Which South Park yeah, I've exactly. heard has decent games now, but. Yeah, it, it was just, like, within that vein. So, yeah, it was garbage. But, um, yes, I do want to play it. I want to look up, like, reviews of on YouTube or something on it. Maybe Oh, that would be a fun um, little special short epi or something like that. We could just uh, oh yeah pretend like we're playing the game. I don't know. That was a bad idea. Um, anyway, <laughs> why don't we... <laughs> why don't we jump like into the episode? Give, uh, a little, when you give a little cousin the controller and, and you... Tell them that they're playing when really, like, it's you or just oh, like, or yeah, whatever. and they're not, yeah, they're not. not plugged in. Um, yeah, uh, why don't we jump into the episode? Um, well, so today we're, <laughs> today we're discussing um, season two, episode six, Branigan Begin Again. Um, this is definitely, as the title would suggest, a Branigan heavy wait. episode. Wait a minute, did I just put wait this together? Branigan Begin Again is a fucking reference to the song we sang in elementary school when Finnegan Begin Again. <gasps> yeah. I never put that together. Did you put that together? I mean, I knew it was a reference to like a song like that. I just couldn't remember exactly what 
Finnegan begin again or whatever. We sang we well we sang a song, but apparently it's a nineteen six uh, nineteen eighty five American well, made a, for HBO romantic comedy film. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like many yes. songs we learned in elementary school. It is like uh, some sort of like a uh, deep south like racist song about like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> some kind of horrid minstrel song that we're like singing when they're like literally yeah, some, the theme of the year is diversity and we're like woo we're, we're being <laughs> taught something life. extremely racist and we're completely unaware of it yeah uh, um anyways, so the, the episode the episode is very Brannigan, Zap Brannigan heavy um and essentially it chronicles uh the 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 fall and then rise again of Zap Brannigan. The phoenixing, um, if you so will. So I do – yes. Yes, I will. And I will. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> very, very appropriate because the judge says, I'm going to allow this like five <laughs> yes, times. I knew you wrote that down. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> I'm going to allow this. Um, so yeah, basically Brannigan gets in trouble with uh, Dupe, the Democratic Order of Planets, which is uh, – sort of like the space UN, I guess, Yeah, um, gets fired and then ultimately gets rehired after some shenanigans. Um, so I do enjoy this because we start out with like a Star Wars reference, which is um, that they're playing like some sort of like – Four-dimensional uh, chess. Holographic chess like they have in Star Wars where it's like uh, little yeah. card, like little holograms like fighting each other like they're chess pieces or whatever. Um. And I, I did notice that the the aliens that are on the chessboard, most of them are also at the dupe headquarters, like oh, opening thing that Clevier. I mean that makes total right? sense, right? You you pay to design an alien, you're gonna use that design. And it's in a, an episode where there's lots of yeah, you gotta eat rallies. You <laughs> you gotta use what you have. You gotta eat. <laughs> you gotta eat rallies. <laughs> Um, uh, I also love that dupe every time, and this is a complete tangent, but dupe, every time they say dupe, like it's, I, I get it. It's supposed to sound like poop. I'm guessing like that's kind of the joke there, or maybe that's just the most low hanging fruit, but it also makes you think of poop, which is like the SpongeBob people order our patties poop. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> that. That one is a good episode. That's like one of the, my favorite ones that I don't think about all the time. Oh, I know. Right. I just, I was getting, right. Isn't that it. the one where he's like, they have that really long bit where he's like, and he's doing that. And then the patty is sort of slowly coming closer to the camera. And he like gets more, more exasperated and out of breath as it continues to gets closer. Yes. That's such a good episode. That is good. That's good shit. That's good shit. Yeah. That's good poop. Dunk on him. <laughs> That's okay. You were dunking on me earlier today with our puns, so fair enough. Uh, but um, no, we get uh, we we begin things when the professor comes in and and um, brings the box of dupe, and I love that uh, he's like, "We need to get this there really quickly." And he's like, oh, I suppose, just don't run with it. And it turned out to be a giant pair of scissors <laughs> for the opening. And uh, the best part is that it's like safety scissors. <laughs> the ones that you can use in like first grade or like maybe second Where, like, grade if you're not as advanced sharp. as other kids. Yeah, the tip, the tip's not sharp. Um, and then when they get there to deliver, so they're delivering these scissors, giant novelty scissors for like a ribbon cutting ceremony for Dupes' new like space headquarters. Um, mm -hmm. which is 
one of our favorite parts is that it's orbiting the neutral planet. And we love yes. the neutral <laughs> the neutral people because they're just like gray. <laughs> they don't really ever take a side or have any sort of positive or negative emotion. And and it's it's such a clever comedic like lever to pull, right? Because usually when you've got mm-hmm. some something, you're trying to be as outlandish one way or the other, but you th- you don't think of something being like so milk toast that it's funny, so gray that it's funny. There's like, you know, you always try and go exactly. to the extreme. You think extremes. you need to go one direction or the other. You can't stay in the middle. Yes. And I, I won't, I won't uh, uh, shoot my wad on something of that's a dry run and get a mess on my hands, as Tobias would say, quite yet. But I'll, I'll save that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that good quote I for blue later. everywhere. <laughs> no, Tobias, you blow hard. <laughs> oh, an absolute classic. Um, but no, there's, uh, so this is another thing I wanted to bring up was we, we get to the, the headquarters and you can kind of see a screenshot of, uh, the establishing shot where all the aliens are there. And there's a lot of aliens there. Like, it, I think I counted like, uh, about 20, almost 15 or 20, but like, Uh-oh. again, in, I have a hard trivia question coming up, I guess. If I Petey paused it to count 20. Okay. I had a feeling. What do you think? Do you think I'm wrong? Two, four, six. I don't know. I didn't count them. Do humans count as aliens? Humans are the real aliens out there. Humans Uh, are the ultimate threat to nature. (laughs) We're the monster, man. Uh, Speaking of we're the monster, I got to go on a tangent real quick. My girlfriend and I just watched uh, the docu, the mini docu series about. I think it's called Bad Vegan on Netflix. Oh, is it it's good? Basically, it's it's very good. Um, I don't want to do spoilies, but uh, I'll just say okay. this. Uh, <laughs> I think one thing that I – the one takeaway I have about it is that uh, being vegan messes with your ability to make critical decisions, <laughs> I guess. Doesn't surprise but, me. But uh, if you've seen it, if the <laughs> listeners have seen it, I think they'll know what I'm talking about. Um but yeah, I don't want to do. I don't want to do. A t- I don't want to do spoilers because it is worth watching. Also, the idea of spoilies just makes me think of like a doily with a very rude insult. So you like pick like like fancy Mrs. Astor and picks her tea up and it just says "cunt" underneath. <laughs> so, oh, damn. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. oh, spoilies, and it's like <laughs> like the cheeky Victorian oh, it's like children. A 90s, like yeah, it's like a nineties, an eighteen nineties. 1890s, it'd be, it would say something like wanker, or no, that's even too bad for 1890s. It would be like trollop, like oh my, trollop, yes, it would, it would be like bye, George, <laughs> spoilies, uh, get them today. It's only one cent, yeah. at your nearest penny dreadful, order out of your nearest penny dreadful. <laughs> Tell the town crier that you won a spoilies. <laughs> the town crier. The town crier is basically the Uber delivery person of the 1890s. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about like the Lord of the Rings fires on the mountains. It just goes from one town crier to the other to like the factory in like Weymouth. And then it has to come back and get shipped back on the Pony Express. Oh, are you froze? Okay, now you froze too. Now you're back. 
Well, I had a great bit about the Pony Express, but it's dead now. <laughs> I heard dead the thing is the about, Pony Express. <laughs> I heard the thing about the Lord of the Rings uh, laying the fire. So that's what he yes, it was, that was the idea. Town crier to town crier, fire to fire. Anyways, um, but no, so like, like the, there are only like 22 or so aliens, whatever it is, at the dupe thing. And that's good for the day, but like even Rick and Morty, when you go back and look at their pilot, which they did not have a lot of money for, there's like 50 different aliens at the airport that you go through. And again, it's brighter colors and, and better animation and stuff, but there's like 50, 40 or 50 different types of alien in the first episode, which is pretty impressive. So, I mean, well, yeah, and like you were saying, I mean, the Dan Harmon and those creators purposefully wanted that high variety. Whereas I feel like right. the one thing that, uh, I do feel like Futurama does well, even though the number is smaller, is a lot of those aliens come in, have already come into play or will come into play later. Like, they hold on to them. Yeah, like, you've got Robot Planet, you've got uh, the Decapodians. Um, yeah. The water people that we saw in season one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, they, I, I feel, yeah, exactly. I feel like they just got, like, a, they ever, an ongoing Do they ever list. bring back the yarn people? They do of Nylar Four. Yes, they do bring back yeah, the yarn people. They do bring, okay, they yeah. bring them I feel like back. I saw that in into the Great Green, uh, into the Great Green Yonder. Is that what it's called? The movie one when they're all the all the aliens are there and they're like all oh, the thing. When Fry is like the another time when Fry is like the chosen one or whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They're they're in that one. I think they're in a couple other episodes too, but I'm not a hundred percent squirting on that. So. I'm always 100% squirting. <laughs> Excuse me. That is 100% untrue. I'm going to call you out right now. This is the fake news media that – this is what the fake news media wants you to believe, folks. Okay. On your 30th birthday – do you remember this day? I, remember <laughs> oh, I know you're about to say. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You had about. a sign on the fridge that said 30 Okay, and- let me tell the – let me – no, let me – let me – uh, Let me tell the narrative. All right. All right. Folks, this is, listen For here. once, this is my story. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. You told the uh, Matthew story 30. four minutes ago. <laughs> that was our story. <laughs> okay. no, I'm just kidding. Um, for my 30th birthday, I had a fun idea of putting a poll up. I put a piece of paper on the fridge, and it was a, it was a two-choice poll. It was, is it going to be a flirty 30 <laughs> or a dirty 30. <laughs> I believe flirty one, uh, but Petey did a write-in on the ballot and he wrote squirty. <laughs> so he was the only one who voted for a squirty 30. And, and I vetoed that. <laughs> I unilaterally vetoed it. And as where we are today. and birthday boy, as president and birthday boy, I vetoed that strongly. <laughs> More like commander and queen. But am I right? That, today, <laughs> today I am eating my words. Um, I am the maximum perpetrator of fake news media. <laughs> I have never felt more validated about anything in my life, really. <laughs> I'm glad that I could uh, help you out on that in that regard. Absolutely. You know what? I could I could just choke on my tongue right now and die a happy man. Oh, Anywho, okay. Well, we're back um, to the so two we headquarters. Do, 
Yeah, let's of, get rolling. Um, on this. I, I don't. What is Kif's? What is Kif's alien species called again? Because uh, anyway, that are. type of lady is uh, presenting, sort of saying yes. like, "Okay, here's the, we're at the ribbon cutting, and like no better place than like orbiting the neutral planet." Um, and and the lady's like, "How do you feel about this? Um, like, what do you think about it?" Amphibiosian and amphibiosan alien, oh, undisclosed amphibiosan alien. He doesn't even have a race. He's oh, an undisclosed the, I, I amphibiosan. Like he, the culture of Kiff's people is like a focus right. on episode, so it's weird that they don't have. Right, they have the yarn people of Nylar Four, but they don't have a name for Kiff's breed. Oh, you know what? I bet there's a there was a planned episode about that that hasn't happened yet, or that never happened. Or that got cut, and they're like gearing up for it. Oh, I like that theory. I like yeah. that theory a lot. Uh, but anyway, she the the, <clears throat> the MC lady is basically like, "How do you feel about it?" Like president of the neutral people, and he's like, "I don't feel strongly one way or the other." <laughs> yes, uh, which I guess we, we couldn't necessarily expect any more than that. But um, and I do love this because this sort of incites zap for some reason like the neutral people he's basically like you know you never know where you stand with the neutral people like your enemies like you know that they don't like you but you never know when a neutral person is going to strike and so he keeps on saying all these like really great one-liners about like the neutral people uh like born with a heart of neutrality Exactly the neutral like. war machine. <laughs> Let's raise the white flag of war. <laughs> yeah, the, the white flag of war was a, was a very particularly good one. Um, I also love that when Zap is introduced in this episode by the amphibiosan alien gal, uh, she was like, just back from his successful mission, carpet bombing Eden 7. <laughs> so yeah, like, <laughs> carpet Eden bombing. 7, like carpet bombing. Oh, so good. So we get the whole democratic order of, of planets together in their $400 billion. Uh, like orbiting uh, space station. Orbiting space station, which I've got another question on this. And I'm not going to tell you what it is until the very end, but there's another question. But remember that part. So it's um, trivia? Maybe. Just okay. tell me if it's trivia. <laughs> yes, it's for trivia. Um, okay. I feel like I have a feeling I'm going to lose trivia today. Uh, you know what? I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to uh, to a couple to to a lot of it because I was trying to take notes, and I was getting slacks and not buying pants, but getting slack messages, and yeah, I was I'm writing a card a for about that. Kamer. <laughs> I thought I beat you to it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so so Zap uh pops out in his spaceship out of concern against the neutral menace. And yeah, he 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 arrests Leela Fry and Bender de- when they're delivering the scissors. He arrests them because he thinks they're stealing the scissors, right? Um, and then basically accuses them of also being neutral, right? Exactly. So he takes them aboard his ship, the 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 big sort of like war Nimbus. ship, the Nimbus. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's sort of like, "What to do with you?" And meanwhile, they're calling Zap to come cut the ribbon because that's what he was supposed to be there for. So he's like, oh, no worries. I'll just cut it with, like, the ship's laser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he proceeds And the to... settings of the laser are stun, K, 
kill and super death trademark. <laughs> yes. Any I love the idea that the, the company that made manufactures the the laser and the sort of interface for the laser has a trademarked term of super death, super death. which is supposed to be worse than kill. <laughs> Whatever I mean, that is. To be fair, it sounds it sounds pretty ordinate. Like, you know, kill I'd rather be killed than super deathed. I suppose maybe that sucks your soul out. Maybe there I don't know, a- but is super death faster than getting killed? If That's it, a very good question. Painless? That's a very good question. Let me ask Madeline. Are you, are you so dead that you never existed? <laughs> did, did, did you hear what I said? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, it was it was definitely too soon. <laughs> and you were like, is super Are you gonna need me to cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> I said when you were like, What's the difference between kill and super death? I said, I don't know, ask Madeline Albright. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> God rest her zombie bones. Poor Madeline Albright, first female secretary of state. We love you. The podcast. She was a listener, probably. Maybe. She definitely wrote in many times. <laughs> this was this was Maddie. years ago. This was years ago. <laughs> this was like the nineties. Okay. Back when podcasts were just booming. Just getting started. Uh, yeah. Everybody okay. The listeners now are probably all, I don't know, Gen Z, because uh, I know mm-hmm. we're very hip and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of like a lot of Gen Z listeners, but I think for People don't really know how booming the podcast industry was in the 90s. It was uh, hot, 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 as, as Michael Scott Fraser Crane's Fraser Crane's uh, oh. – originally the, the, the spinoff of Fraser, which is a spinoff of Cheers. Um, the Zoomers probably didn't know that, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> Take that, Zoomers. Um, so originally Frazier was, he was going to be a podcast host, not a radio host, but the producers thought, Oh, this is too on the nose. Like we'll do radio. Cause like radio is kind of coming back now. It's the Mm nineties, you know? Um, and, 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 <laughs> the local thing threw me for a loop. <laughs> Madeline Albright, anyway, where were we going? Pod- podcasts were were booming in the nineties. Oh yeah, of big course. Beatty and I have been, uh, you know, uh, trailblazers in the podcast industry for many years. Slanging those casts in shoulder bladed suits for years. Shoulder, shoulder bladed shoulder suits. Pad- <laughs> shoulder yeah, I've got a shoulder blade enhancement. Shoulder my blade. Suit, so my back looks huge. Honestly, if I could get some like dorsal fins implanted on my shoulders and make them even pointier than they already are, fuck it. They're already pointy. You might as well. That is it. one of those things. Sometimes I wonder, like, what is fashion going to be like in like, you know, the xenon times or whatever? Right. When everyone's living on Mars uh, and, and 2040. Like the way that like old school armor used to have like big crotches and stuff. Like, is stuff like that going to come back eventually? <laughs> Is it like gonna a wear weird diapers like, around? Thing. <laughs> like, because yeah, the shoulder pads. I mean, that makes your profile look wider and more muscular, right? Um, so why not have a thing that makes your back look jacked, like a some sort of dorsal fin or uh, yeah. shoulder blade enhancements for a suit, or even like a sub dorsal down by your down by like your like lumb the, the where your butt crack is. I was trying like, to use um, lumbar or the the medical term, but I I don't know L four. 
for the Lumbar, brain. what is this, Washington State? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that, that took me a while. It was like full-on computing. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. good. Pacific, you, you could have gone with Pacific Northwest, and I would have maybe gotten a little sooner, but you know, I thought it was good. I liked it. Anyways, back to the back to the app. So we anyway, we get so back it's to super death. So Zap uses the super death, the super death laser to cut yes. the ribbon. And and at first he's sort of like actually doing a good job. He's like actually cuts the ribbon, but just the laser never turns off, and so it sort of starts to get out of control, and eventually blows up the entire four hundred billion dollar space station. Mm-hmm. Um, and they then. Basically, hold the dupe. Then you know, Zap gets in trouble, and um, they hold like a court martial kind of uh, hearing or whatever um, at Dupe's old headquarters, which is like a rundown school. Basically, it looks like it kind of reminded me of like it kind of yeah, it kind of reminded me of like the Simpsons school, but just not the same colors. But it kind of looks like that. Oh yeah, I could totally see that. Um, but it has that sort of like classic like PS one eighty kind of look or whatever. Um, uh, PS one eighteen is from Hey Arnold. How dare you get your your Simpsons? I'm not. Article? No, I'm not saying it's Hey Arnold. I'm just saying it has like a a modeled look that looks like a oh, generic yes. public school. Yeah. If I was going to talk about Hey Arnold, I would have said PS one eighteen. Okay. <laughs> okay, Goober. I didn't yeah. remember what it was. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, so this, this is the like, best part because we get to bring in one of the best Futurama characters one of, our of all time. Characters, a certain that, attorney, the hyper chicken space lawyer, who basically is just Foghorn Leghorn as a lawyer. <laughs> he really is just Foghorn Leghorn. Free <laughs> corn. <laughs> oh, that'll do me just fine. <laughs> I. For the listeners, um, you can uh, follow me on Instagram at the most chill bro, and if you scroll down far enough, you will see that I recorded a video of me watching that on my computer like years ago <laughs> and posted it to Instagram, and it's still there. Because <laughs> it's like one of the best jokes in the series. Free call. Sometimes I just go just back fine. and watch that. <laughs> it's so That'll good. Suit me just fine. But so they, he's a totally incompetent, you know, lawyer from a, a, a hyper chicken from a, a backwoods asteroid. But he tends to win his cases pretty frequently. Uh, he, well, yeah. The the funny thing is that he only loses when he's the defense attorney, and he only wins when he's the prosecution. <laughs> so this time yeah. he's the prosecution because he's working for Dupe, and he and he is successful. Um, and then, which is also not necessarily entirely his own doing, because the jury is made up of all victims from the explosion. <laughs> yeah, I love that she's like, the jury is instructed to disregard its own testimony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the, the hyper chicken's like, like, what are you going to, basically, how are you going to, like, what verdict are you going to reach? And they're like, are you going to reach a guilty verdict? And they're like, yes. And then the, the, the judge is like, <laughs> okay, you guys need to... <laughs> Erase your your previous testimony. Strike that <laughs> yeah. from the record. Exactly. So Zap gets uh, basically uh, almost off the hook. She she's like the um, the what would you call that? Judicator, the arbitrator, she's the judge. A judge. Is she a judge? Yeah. Well, she is the judge. 
Yeah, yeah, I guess she is. She has, she has the gavel and everything. I was thinking about if it was a court martial, is there still a judge or a, a different name? But uh, so you almost she's like due to the incompetence of your lawyer and the many years of your uh, or of your service to dupe, I'm going to let it let you off the hook. And then there is an ex machina. Uh, uh. Okay, I see. I remember that from last week. Mm-hmm. Which was what? Okay, and th- guys, this is going to be a little segment that we like to call <laughs> Pop Quiz. Pop Quiz with with Willie C. Pop Quiz. Like the thing from... Um, so the ex machina, <laughs> if I remember correctly, is when you think like all is lost, um, but then at the last second, someone comes out of nowhere basically uh, and kind of saves the day. So this would be kind of an inverse one, which is that you think that the evil mm-hmm. guy... Is gonna well, yeah. No, I guess it's the same. Yeah, I mean, it could. It, it also could just change the plot completely. It doesn't necessarily have to. Be okay, good okay, okay. Evil, but, but in this case, that's basically, that's a, a fuck. Is. In this case, like an asshole is about to to get his way, and then all yeah. of a sudden he doesn't. Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. I passed my quiz. Quiz passed. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to get some music because I'm just. That's, those were pass that good. quiz. <laughs> pass that quiz. Okay, and we'll also throw in a uh, a fail one, just so that we when we do that later, we can have a failure. <laughs> this is just okay, going to turn into a full a, on radio. PD, show. give me a clean one. Give me a clean one for failure. Hey, <coughs> let's try it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on your clean record of failure, I'm going to have to give you a failure. Failure. Uh, that's that's an opener if I've ever heard one. <laughs> let's try it again. Um, <laughs> failure. Okay, that was good. I like that one. Okay, I didn't get a hard R in there, but that's okay. Failure. Oh, failure. Hey, Petey, little word of advice do not use a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> I've literally never heard that phrase used in any other context. Because it was a soft R. Because failure. Oh God failure. damn it! Failure. Anyway. Um, so, so so Leela so, comes in. She's the one who comes in and fucks everything up for Zach. Well, she goes. Like, she goes. Judge, I know that you just ruled your verdict, and there's nothing I can do. But can I testify against Zap? And then the judge is like, "I'm I'm going to allow <laughs> this, this. <laughs> even though like the verdict had already been reached. <laughs> it's already done. Yeah, exactly." Uh, and Leela proceeds to just lambast Zap, basically calling him out for what he is. Zap uses all of his time uh, in his own defense to basically confirm the fact that they've had sex before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's cross-referencing the or cross-examining the witness. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "And can you point to that man in the courtroom who you had sex with?" And she like has to physically point to Zap. It's so <laughs> yeah. fucked up. And then Fry's like, "Woo." Oh yeah, Fry goes ooh, which never mind, <laughs> never mind. It's a trivia question. Oh okay. my god! Uh, I hope I know okay. the answer to that one. I think you might. Um, and so the jury goes out to deliberate, and it's literally they. I don't. This has had to, had to have been done in every fucking cartoon, every fucking show. Yeah, they just the jury walks out and then immediately walks back in, like <laughs> like no deliberation time yeah. at all. <laughs> literally zero deliberation. 
finds finds Zap guilty. He's stripped of his title and parking space, and then he's out on the streets with apparently no savings, no place to live, nothing. And then he basically drags Kiff down with him into the the abyss. <laughs> When he's leaving. Yeah. And so they basically get like all disgusting and like kind of grungy from being like unhoused for so long. Um, mm-hmm. And then they basically go to Leela to kind of zap like wants to plead for a job from Leela. Um, and the professor is like, oh, I'll hire you because if I hire you, this disgraced uh, like captain – then like our safety record will be like less scrutinized basically. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. oh, I see this as a win. So he hires Zap and um, – they have to deliver uh, pillows to uh, Stumbos Four. Stumbos Four. Is I think that that's what it's called. Like Stumbos. Stumbos. Okay. I don't know, Stumbos but four. basically, it's like a hypergravity planet, so the gravity is really strong. Um, and so they're delivering these pillows, and everyone thinks it's going to be a cakewalk. Um, and then, of course, uh, everything is super heavy. Um, but the crew is like super upset that Leela's making them work really hard. And so Zap kind of takes us the opportunity to lead a mutiny because he's like, oh, well, you guys are unhappy and like I want to be captain again. Um, and so if you if you follow me, like all I ask of you is like unflinching loyalty, but otherwise you can, you know, drink beer in your underwear for all I care. Um, mm-hmm. and Bender's like beer, and then Fry's like underwear, <laughs> and they're both <laughs> yeah. convinced that they should join this mutiny. <clears throat> and so they basically lock Leela in the laundry room that they start to call the brig and the laundry uh, brig. <laughs> yeah. Laundry brig. And then the most torturous part of this is that Kiff is with Leela and he won't stop shutting up about Zap Brannigan. Like the only thing he can talk about is Zap because he's only, yeah, like, I feel that life. makes me feel so bad. Cause like, I, I definitely know. met people like that where you like, yes! they kind of just, are too meek to really stand up for themselves. And so then when you give them the time of day, they'll like basically just open up to you like a lot and like too much kind but, of. And so yes. you don't want to be mean to them because you know everyone else has been mean to them. But also like they have nothing to talk about beside from like how sad their shit is. Are and you you're like, like this oh. is taxing to hang out with you. Like I want someone to help you, but I don't want it to be me. <laughs> but I don't want it to be me. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so Kiff, well, because also Kiff is like his whole life is dominated by Zap. So of course he has nothing else to talk about. Yeah. So yeah. that's the other thing that sucks is like it's like someone who's been kidnapped, not no like not knowing about the rest of society, and all they can talk about is how they were held hostage or whatever. And you're like, can't we talk about something like that's not that? And <laughs> right. like, yeah. No. <laughs> no, anyway. I was kidnapped. Um, it was, so Zap, it's, it's sort of sad, yeah, that Kiff has to deal with that, I guess. Yeah, and then Leela has to deal with Kiff, which is the worst part of her torture once Zap takes over. Um, and Zap, I love this part because it, like, very much is true to Zap's character. I was thinking about it. Like, he comes in, he has this meteoric rise to power. No one really understands how or why. He just gains a lot of popularity immediately. And mm-hmm. then he his M.O. is totally the same as it's always been sacrifice every man except for himself and except then take, himself, the credit yeah. a- and, and take the credit afterwards so he he, he wants to destroy it's the perfect. neutral planet <clears throat> the neutral threat uh and crash the planet express ship into the neutral headquarters which receives a beige alert from them <laughs> yes i love that <laughs> sir it's a beige alert and, and then this is when one of your favorite lines pd the, yes. the sort of president of the neutral people goes tell my wife i said Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I just, 
I just think that's so clever. There's so many neutral things you could say in the at the end. Like, there's so many neutral words you could throw in there. But hello was just the last thing I was thinking of. Like, it's it is the absolutely the most neutral thing you would say hello to everyone that from uh, someone that you absolutely loved to someone that you absolutely despised. It's perfect. Right there Anyways. in the middle. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Right there in the middle. You say hello to anyone. Um, but I love that uh, when they basically re-enlist Leela to, to de-mutiny or re-mutiny, I guess, depending on how you see it. Unmutinize, uh, according to Merriam-Webster. Oh, really? Did you look that up? Oh, no, I actually mispronounced it. It's Mary and Webster. Is the <laughs> they're the <laughs> they're my two friends who live under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> you never met Mary and Webster. <laughs> Mary and Webster, yeah. Um, I love that Zap is like Kiff is trying to to talk some sense into Zap and tell him you know what what's what's going on, and Zap's like, if I recall, you were court martialed in disgrace, Kiff. <laughs> <laughs> the exact thing that Trying happened to, like, to him with it. Dirty, him. yeah, dirty uh, Kiff's <laughs> reputation. Right. It's his fault in the first exactly. place. Exactly. And he, the exact same thing happened to him, which is like, it. and I do not mean to bring up politics, but this has like become kind of a standard in debate. That's like, true. Like, well, look at you. You did this. And it's like, no, you did the exact same thing. And this is not party. Yeah, everyone here did a specific. bad thing. Yeah, exactly. But look at them. They did it even worse. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. So Leela's uh, like, I don't want to die when I'm 25. Bender's like, mm, why? Do you have a time machine? I think that's what he says. Cause he's really yeah, she goes, I don't want to die before I'm 25, I think. And then Bender's like, well, what? Do you have a time machine? Basically, it's asserting like you're definitely older than 25. So <laughs> we'd have to go back in time and kill you then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but basically, like, Fry and Bender come to their senses, and they they come back to supporting Leela as the captain. Um, and meanwhile, Leela kind of just lets uh, Zap and uh, Kif, like, escape. Or I guess Zap escape and take Kif with him. In a <laughs> yeah, he's, like, uh, squirming and then just goes limp. In, like, a child <laughs> spacesuit or whatever. He's like, hey. Um, and at first they... They are kind of like, oh, we can just steer away, but like Zap un, uh, made it so that the, they couldn't steer anything. So Leela has this actually very brilliant plan of boosting one side of the engine so that that will turn them instead of having to like rudder or whatever. So if you had two mm. propellers on a plane and you just really beefed one up, you'd end up turning, right? Because that side would turn right, faster. So right, exactly. Great mm. idea. Um, and, and of course, they avoid. Uh, they avoid Lila's calamity. Able to save the day. Yeah, and they they all end up back at the Dupe headquarters in New Jersey, where uh, Zap by sheer ineptitude lying. of being able to do <laughs> his job. Yeah, and lying also sheer ineptitude is welcome back into back into the Dupe. But I feel like He's there's another level to this. He's reinstated. I feel like there's another level to this, and that like. This is also like the Simpsons love to shit on the UN, right? Like they like make a lot of jokes. I, I shouldn't say shit on the UN, but they like to, the UN is a lot of the, the butt of their jokes. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, a lot of a lot of a lot of comedy shows do, um, and so it kind of makes sense, right? Like Dupe is like reinstating the uh, completely inept ca- captain that. Uh, <laughs> well, he's also basically a war criminal. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he's committed countless atrocities. <laughs> Count carpet bombing yeah, Eden Seven. Um, what was some of the no, other so- ones that we've had already? Like already through the se- through the show, they've already. It's like the the retiree people of uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, he the pacifist sent- people of like another planet. <laughs> He sent the kill, or he sent wave after wave of men to hit the preset kill bots. (laughs) (laughs) Sending wave after wave of my men. Uh, But yeah, so then we kind of wrap up. He gets reinstated, and uh, at first, Leela's like, oh my God, you're going to like let you're going to believe all these lies. And then the professor is kind of like, yeah, we definitely don't want him reinstated because then he can't work for us. And Leela's like, oh God, like I definitely don't want him to work for us again. So. Uh, Lila's kind of like, yes, all of that was true. Yes, <laughs> Even the I'm parts that didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my fault. I'm an idiot. Yes, get him the fuck out of here. Well, I just love yeah. that she goes, yeah, like, all the heroism and all of that, all the parts that didn't make any sense, it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like explicitly calls it out. Yeah, I do love that. Uh, okay. So I think that's that's the app. Should we uh, do okay, the rankings so... and ratings? Um. Well, let's do a trivia first. Oh, yes. All out. All out. Uh, okay. Would you like you to go, go first Do you want to ask first or do you want to ask first? Mm, I've been trying to bottom more, so I'll go. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you just want to hear how hard – because this is what we did last week. You just want to hear how hard my questions are so you can adjust. Yeah. Okay. I've got, um, I've got two – Two kind of ones on today. So the first one, mm-hmm. which I feel like you already are going to get. Mm-hmm. How many species are on the chessboard? Within a factor of what? With an accuracy of within an accuracy of point one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Within an accuracy of point one? Uh, that's a quote from goddamn something. Um, Me just now. <laughs> quote me just now uh g- 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 let's see there's probably <laughs> um <laughs> there's probably three six nine twelve on each side 24 sounds too high so i'm gonna go with 18 are there nine on each side 11 total so there's actually only like I think there's only six pieces on each side, and then oh my god! I was gonna sorry, say I twelve. Um, I was well, gonna say twelve, and that sounded like too little. So it's very close. Well, I get no. It's it's eleven, including the human that gets killed by the horse. Oh, the bishop. Okay. So it starts at as eleven, and then it goes to ten. Um, I do love that the species are basically like. Um, the am- amphibian people or whatever, mm. decapodians, there's an omicronian, there's a water person, there's like the gelatinous horror or whatever. The Oh the like, horrible gelatinous blob. Horrible gelatinous blob. And then there's there's like a couple more. There's like one of the fly ones, like the insect ones. Yeah. And then it's human and then horse. And I love that <laughs> horse is also there. Because it's sort of like the intelligent life from all these planets. And then like right. the horse. And then horse. Who also- is also intelligent because he's 
he tries to do a kick and then it, it fails, but then he just takes out a dagger and stabs the bishop. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you brought up the mosquito because that reminds me of one of my other absolute favorite future oh, yes. quotes. <laughs> where he's like, and remember Enthosquitos? And I don't know who's, who voices this. Maybe it's from Brace the Marsh or something, but he's like sucking this like man's brain. He's like, this guy sure loves porno. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. I can't do it justice, but... One. Oh, so good. All right, what's number two? I'm... Oh, fuck. I'm really fucking up trivia in this. I need to pay more attention. Okay, so the second one, um, I was only going to give you as a wild card if you got the first one right, because I thought you... I really thought you were going to get the first one, since you knew how many different species were in the room at the dupe thing. Um, <laughs> well, that's because I paused it, so... So do you want to go double or nothing on this one? Yeah. I think you can probably get double it. is zero is zero, so I can't get negative. um so what uh what clue in here points to another of bender's sort of like favorite pastimes in the episode that is the most vague question i've ever heard what clue within the 23 it's a musical pastime we'll give you as a musical pastime. oh that would be when Leela is ch- captaining the ship and Bender says it right, Le- or, or Leela, save me and yourself and my banjo and Fry, I guess. <laughs> and the banjo references his love of folk music. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous for that. Woo! I knew you could get it. I thought I was going to lose trivia. Well, I'll take my two points for that. Actually, I'll take one point. I really fucked that first one up. I should have gotten even within a factor two. You probably would have given it to me, but I was way off. So I'll take one. I'll take one. Um, all right, you ready? Braced, braced yep. for impact. <clears throat> These are a little diffy. These are oh, shit. A diffy, okay. iffy. Might give you a little stiffy. Uh, as we know, the dupe headquarters is worth $400 billion. How much did it cost to build the International Space Station we see Roaming above us today. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're even for me asking the Beastie Boys question. <laughs> yeah, in season yes. one. But I'm like, happy that's real life. You- that's not fair. <laughs> that's real life and music and shit. I would have no clue about. But I feel okay. like you enjoy the space international and, and space stuff. station. By the Wait, way, as of when, like this, how much money has been put off. into it in total or like originally since, yes. when it was launched? Yes. What, what, what is the total cost? Yes to what? I gave you two options. Yeah, yes to your or question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, is it this or that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes to <laughs> what is the total cost that it has been since its creation up to now? Cumulatively. Okay. Correct. I'm going to say I will give you 30 a hint. billion. Oh, oh wow! Okay, I was gonna say it's, it is less than what dupe is. So okay, I don't know why I, I knew it was gonna be I, less than that. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this. For some reason, I thought that it was worth it. I thought that it cost a trillion dollars. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but think about all the technology that goes into Petey, getting like. I'll say one thing. It. I'll okay. I'll say one thing about it. It's not for killing people. It's not a war machine. So they are going to put a trillion dollars <laughs> so into it. No way in hell. Yeah, that's true. Fair. It's for science. It's not. Uh, okay. You were off by a factor of five. It's not for getting oil. <laughs> <laughs> off by a factor of five. So it's more or less. 
Oh, more. Okay, Five so times. it's what 150 billion. 150 billion was what I I I saw when I looked up. Which so is actually, about right. they, but yeah, over over the whole time. I, but the other thing yeah. is that um, that's actually same order of magnitude as the dupe one, which means that the dupe one is actually probably built like very cost effectively because think about how much bigger it is. Think how much more advanced it is yeah. technologically. Like how much physical resources need to go into building that one. So and that really the dupe one is like state of the art, cost effective too. But wait, there's more. The dupe but wait, one. There's more. If you oh. call now. Yes. We'll give you You'll a free Maury's mug. All these. We'll give you the free Big Tits mug. <laughs> and a Big Bazunga's espresso cup. We'll throw in the shitting butt absolutely free. <laughs> the shitting butt is a top seller, guys, and it is flying off the shelves at Maury's mugs. <laughs> okay, so assuming this came out in 2000, if we had 400, oh, come on, 400 bajillion dollars. Hundreds. How many zeros are in a bajillion? Dollars. Uh, hundred a Google. It would be six hundred and fifty nine billion today, which still that's not that sounds pretty accurate for a space station like that. That's pretty good. I think that well, and it's like been running for like what around. more than twenty years. Yeah, it's been running since the fucking nineties. So yeah, they they got a good they did a good job on us. Gosh, it's been running since the first podcast boom in the nineties. <laughs> that's exactly right. Back when we were first casting. Uh, with our gosh, cargo, it feels like just yesterday shorts. that yeah, it feels like just yesterday we started doing our first podcast. I he, we, and, and you know what? We never looked back and look where we are today. Over and look where we are listens. today. We have zero Patreon subscribers <laughs> <laughs> and, and over a hundred listens and a hundred podcasts out right now. Hey, look, we yep. are doing well. Do you want an anchor update? You want a, yeah uh, some stats update? Okay, guys. Um. Sorry, it's loading. Okay. So loading. we have right now an estimated audience of 10. Hey, I'll take 10. As long as – if there's 10, 10 people listening good. to us that's, talk, that's great. That's improvement. I think we started out with like estimated audience of like three. Honestly, if there's 10 people Sorry. listening, like I'm that means glad like, that they enjoy us. That makes me yeah, happy. I love you guys. I love everybody who listens to this. Um, even if I have different politics than you because you support you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Because <laughs> we're already over time, and I want to dig deep into that one later. I know I Next made that question. landmine for PD. That was a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. <laughs> and I sent my little sniffing rat to go blow I, up, and I'll walk right through. All I had to do was say uh, politics, and Daniel was like, oh. <laughs> literally like a questioning. Dog. Okay, PD, um, what? Rating what? What do you want to? Rate there, this I have more of? trivia. That's why I'm trying to get oh, through. Right. I have more trivia. Oh my okay. bad, my bad, my bad. When Fry, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! When Fry uh, makes a holler noise at uh, Zap and Leela banging in the dupe court, mm-hmm. what other episode do we hear it in? And I'll give you the one another bonus point if you can name it. Oh, if I know the title of it, okay, that's not fair. Doodle um, Bob classic. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, I flipped PD off. Um, it's the one where um, 
so first of all, it's Bender who keeps saying like "woo" to Fry, right? Uh, in what con? And and what do you mean? It's it's difficult to say. I want to say it's the one where um, Fry dates that girl who has like the multiple boyfriends, and there keep on being these situations where. Um, it's like innuendo, like double entendres keep happening, and and Bender's like, like that's what she said. Woo! Oh, is that what you're, is that what you're talking wow. about? Wow! No, I didn't even put that one together. Oh, are you talking is... about the the one where Bender becomes uh, a, a human? Yes, and it's the his yes. fat rolls after he dies. He goes, woo! Yes, well done. Do you know the episode? Thank it should you. be pretty easy. The episode is, yeah, it's the uh, anthology of interest one. Is it that one? The what if machine? Oh, two. Anthology. Oh my gosh, of you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was that one. But no, you're right. He does go woo in the other one. So you know what? I will absolutely give you that point. You get it. Thank you. You get your you. you get your points for that one. The last one was just going to be about the fact that the like weird Zap Brannigan and Kiff thing uh, is a reference to Midnight Cowboy, which is a 1969 movie with John Voight and Dustin Hoffman, where John Voight is a male prostitute in New York banging old ladies. And okay, that's why is, like, there's that scene where, uh, uh, what's her face? Hattie McDougal. My Hattie favorite. McDougal is in a limo and is like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, Brannigan mm. kind of shows yeah. off his body and she's like, no, 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 that one and points to Kiff. The, the she tiny one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, Peter, so what would you rate this one out of out of five? What what do you what unit do you want to choose for this one? Trying to think of the exact nomenclature. Super death lasers. How many super deaths? <laughs> <laughs> How many super death lasers do you do you want? I don't know. Do you have anything better than that? I was I was going to go with the laser because that's what kicked everything off. I was going to say uh, how many dupe space stations. Let's go with lasers. Or, uh, or how many pillow <laughs> deliver? Or how many pillow de- super heavy pillows to deliver? Oh, super heavy pillows! I like that one. That's a good one. Okay. Um, I think I would. I, you know what? When I was watching this, I didn't think a whole lot about it, but after talking about it, there is a lot going on there, and there's a lot of fodder. So I'm gonna give this like a. I'm gonna give this like a three and a half. Three and a half pillows. I feel very similar. I feel like at first, I mean, I was laughing during it, but I think like having talked about it now, it definitely feels better. Um, so I was thinking, yeah, I think, I think three and a half makes sense. I feel like we've been uh, rating things the same recently, so part of me wants to do a different <laughs> rating. And if I was going to do that, I would give it a three point seven five. But I feel like oh, three, I would give three it and a half makes. I think you know three what? And a half makes sense. I'm going to give it a three point two five. I'm going to change my vote three point two five. And if you give it a 3.75, then the average is still 3.5. <laughs> so we can leave well, I don't, it. I don't one. know if I really think it's that good. So I'm going to stick with 3.5. Well, 3.5. Yeah. Okay. I think, okay. I think three we're and a half. Okay. Excelente, guys. Well, that's a three and a half average if you did the math like I did. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. And we're going to have to, um, let's see. I think we're going to have to. Make like a Christmas present and wrap it up. Uh-huh. Are you sure you don't want to say Easter present? It's a little bit better for the season and for the Christian listeners we have. Catholic? Christian. We were Christian. We celebrate. Do you not celebrate Easter? You heathen Unitarians. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I don't celebrate anything. I'm Unitarian. 
Unitarians are like the neutral people. (laughs) (laughs) To God, if there is one, which there might be one or might not. But we're not saying there is, but we're not saying there's not. (laughs) There certainly is not not. (laughs) Oh, gore. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. And um, next week we're going to cover season two, episode episode seven. seven, Ahead in the Pools. Ahead in the polls. I think that's going to be the one. I'm going to guess that's one where Nixon becomes president yes. of the year. Yeah. Uh, I believe it is. And this is one of my favies of the early seasons as well. So it's going to have some high rankings and good conversations. Hard R's. There. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to let now. our favorite 80s guy take us out. My only regret is that I have Bonitis. Bye. Bye.